Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 20th episode of It Was All a Stream. I'm your host, Chris Sachs, alongside my cousin and co-host, Neil Carroll. Welcome back. Lots to talk about this week. I mean, WandaVision just keeps delivering. That could dominate a whole episode. I mean, it, uh, that's a good way to put it. Keeps delivering. It keeps delivering. It keeps giving us more and more with each episode, but at the same time, leaving enough questions that I need to keep, like, I'm so excited for the next episode. Right. Tremendous. I can't, I mean, it was, and we talked about this, it was a little slow and it was a little alarming at first, but just like third, fourth fifth episode kept delivering it's almost um game of thronesian where some of those episodes are purely expository where they got to tell you what's going on with the plot and then there's other ones that are just it's blowing your mind each each second well it's also interesting that um feige has said that for the the mcu television shows he's taking notes from the mandalorian because this season of wandavision kind of has as far as like the way they've been delivering from episode to episode is similar to mandalorian right where like the first two episodes of season two mandalorian were slow especially the second episode and then all of a sudden it picked up and then each episode you were getting answers and new characters and new reveals and and all that stuff so that's kind of seems like what's going on with wandavision could be a coincidence but you know could be let's let's get into let's just get into the recap for episode five great episode possibly the best one so far i think each with each episode the next one has been the best. I agree with that. I do they, agree that this is probably the best they've done so far. They continue to best themselves. We are in the 80s now. Right. And Which is back funny. in the sitcom world, the sitcom WandaVision world, where Wanda and the Vision cannot get their newborns to sleep. They can't do it. Uh, Agnes comes over. Right. To, to help out. Uh, Wanda now, oh, Wanda tried using her spells and it did not on work on the Interesting kids. footnote there. Interesting thing yes. to just put a pin in and come back to. Yes, we will come back to that. Um, so Agnes comes over and she's asking if you know she could help out, give them a break. And Vision is kind of like jokingly like, oh, maybe you right. shouldn't because he's like germaphobic, like don't touch my newborn children right. with your filthy hands, Agnes. That was the last and time you washed yourself. Agnes, for whatever reason, takes it as like she's now, she knows she's in a sitcom and she's like, should I start it from the top? Should I do that over? Did I do something yeah. wrong? Like right. she's taking direction from a director and she's you an got- actress. She got jumbled up there and then took it back. And he notices. Vision notices. Oh, Vision very much notices. And while Agnes is putzing around with the babies, Vision and Wanda are starting to, yeah, butt heads a little bit on this. And there's no 
Wanda didn't go to her patented, let me just rewind a couple of seconds either at all in this episode. Um, and so they're arguing a little bit, but then they stop because Vision realizes that it's silent. And right. the babies are no longer crying and they look over and the babies aren't in their, their uh, bassinets. They are actually sitting on the stairs. They have aged up to five-year-olds. Now, this is all true what you're describing, but they've aged themselves. Yes, and we're going to get more of that as well further along in the episode so we get our 80s themed credits and then we check in with the uh fellas at sword Mm -hmm. who monica is getting scanned and tested her brain scan they're waiting on it actually doesn't come through nothing shows up and they need to redo it she's like no i've had enough i'm going to the briefing that was an interesting little thing. I wonder if something's going on with her because we know her character in the comics. She has superpowers. Maybe she caught some superpowers yeah, while she was she in the a... you know in the hex as as they're calling it on the show, which I like. Yes, I do like that. I do enjoy that. Um, and Kat Dennings gets to have a funny moment too. Yes, yes, she does. And then we get um, we get the briefing, the big briefing where. Um, Hayward and Jimmy are giving background on Wanda. Jimmy's a little nicer about Wanda than Hayward is. Hayward seems to think that she's just a bad guy. And then he plays a video uh, of Wanda breaking into the sword facility to steal Vision's Uh, body. uh, Spoiler alert. Oh, I mean, we said we were recapping the episode. So if you're listening, steal his body, you should know by now that we're spoiling all of this. That's so let's let's pause there. Let's rewind a bit. One, you know, and I don't know if this was like a show that you ever had seen, but this felt very family tiesy to me. The old Michael J. Fox show with the, especially uh, with Gross. the um, opening theme, right? Was opening that the show theme. that did the painting of the yes, the family, the family yeah. and the members, all the and and it was a very like we got us type theme song, you know. Now let's slide into the theme song. So it was very family tiesy, very eighties. Now we get the theme song, which TV shows don't do anymore. Like Cheers mm-hmm. used to have like a minute and a half. I know theme song. Um, but the chorus of this theme song to Wanda's show was, we're making it up as we go. Right. Which I thought was they, a cute It a was cute funny. Thing. They like ran yeah. out of stuff to sing about. But it's also, she's making it up as she goes. Yes. So it's like Very fitting so. for her show because she's like, we, we find out in this episode, she's making it up as she goes. She's in charge. So, all right, cut to everything you just discussed, and she's broke into the sword facility, steals Vision's body. Now we know that that's Vision's body. Yes, now we, you know, we speculated from last episode. Yes. Yeah, you were right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Yes, my theory last... Pains me to admit. I, I know, I know. Last time we spoke, my theory was because... Um, 
she when she breaks concentration at the end of that episode and she saw vision's dead body there you know eyes glazed over hole in his head from the the stone being ripped out um my theory was that that was actually vision's body reanimated she has had changed it to make it look like like everything else that comes into the the hex that that changes same thing with vision's body right i have another theory about vision now after having seen the footage of her stealing the body but i would like your theory i think we should save our big theories for the end of our discussion all right that's fair Um, uh, so all right so then continuing with his body just being there uh it being the physical matter uh that she's altering and altering the perception let's talk about that so they send in a 1980s drone because it's now the show is in the 80s and they discover that well if we send something in that's from the time period that she's illusionizing creating yep then it does it won't be altered and we can still control it yes that was a big big thing um big reveal um as uh, discovered by um by the the team the, the crew um the sword crew our little team of outcasts, outcasts monica funny guys and and jimmy and and darcy who like seem to have a better idea of what's going on but no one's listening to them <laughs> right. um so monica jimmy and darcy they realized that uh when monica went in to the hex with her sword suit she came out of it wearing 80s clothes so what they did is they tested it they shot the clothes and turns out all the clothes were made from kevlar so it's not because the clothes are changing or whatever the reality is literally being warped to where the atoms or whatever it is just change shape into now 80s clothes this is this is what marvel the comics and the movies do right that dc doesn't do right they have their nonsense science yes and it works it's like oh well she was wearing kevlar went through the force field now her clothes are bulletproof because they didn't have kevlar in 81 or whatever it was like that's fine that's all you need leave it at that move along have everybody do the serious face like oh yes of course that's it and you move on i i do want to yeah i do want to quickly touch on before we get further into the the drone and everything like that what you got um so the now five-year-old boys they find a dog in the backyard Mm -hmm. agnes conveniently comes over with the doghouse when vision was just saying isn't it weird that Agnes keeps coming over with stuff we need. And then here she comes walking in and then, um, you know, they're decide they've decided, Oh, the kids need to wait till they're 10 to have a dog. And what do they do? They age themselves up to 10. Right. And so this is, this is all a big thing, but they, okay. You could keep the dog and Wanda conjures a, uh, a dog collar out of thin air in front of Agnes. And for the this first is now time. the second time that Vision is upset with 
Wanda, right. like something's off here. Why would you do that in front of Agnes? Aren't we supposed to be keeping everything a secret? Wanda's saying like second oh, time I, he's I, I don't angry hide with her. Anymore. Exactly. First time that she does anything overt in front of people. So this was interesting is that she basically sends Vision off to work, even though it's a Saturday and gets called out on it by the boys. Um, but Vision, he goes to work and they have the internet now, the beginnings of the internet. They're in the 80s. Right. And he gets an email somehow from S.W.O.R.D. that essentially right. uh, explains what's, what's going the on. current situation is in Westview. So he's talking to one of the his co-workers. I forget which one his name is. He's the one that was apparently a communist in like the second episode. Um and he basically breaks through the spell for a brief moment for a has moment. like a moment of clarity and it gets very intense and he's like and he starts to explain everything that's going on she's in control she's in my head and it's like it's scary and you could see it's freaking him out vision yeah out. yeah and paul bettany does a great job in a later scene that uh, you'll you lead us to but that like let's talk about that moment and the dog which again absolutely spoiler alert dies in the episode yes the we, kids, we will be getting to that as well we'll get to that the kids aging themselves and dealing with like preteen drama here's what i noticed from an outside perspective that has it's not like uh it doesn't affect the trajectory of the story mm-hmm in the ninth, so we had a couple episodes, 1950s, 60s, a 70s Brady Bunch style episode. This is now like in the 80s where TV was shifting to be a little more melodramatic. Mm-hmm. You know, shows like that, parents, you know, like I said, family ties, parents dealing with our, our kids are on drugs or our, mm-hmm. you know, the dog died. What are we going to do to tell, you know, teach our kids about passing and all that. Whereas the, I love Lucy's the Brady bunches, the 50s, 60s, 70s was father knows best. And mom's at home, you know, vacuuming in her pearls and it's life is good and there's no problems. And any problems are just like, whoops, you know, I'm using magic in the kitchen, so I have to close the windows real quick so she doesn't see me. I like that the the theme of the episode or the decade the episode takes place in also seems to be reflected in the drama of the episode. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like I like that. That's a good point. It's a very good point. Um yeah, here's one thing that I I noticed as as you're talking about the transitions to different yeah. decades is that <clears throat> excuse me for whatever reason mm-hmm. Wanda's like accent stays 60s like she's still talking in these 80s episodes like she was ta- like she was yeah. talking as the character in the 60s mm-hmm. it's also funny that uh, I, I guess we'll get to it, but when she comes out of the hex, she brings back her Sokovian her, accent a little yes. bit, which is like, where has that been for five movies, Elizabeth Olsen? So I, she just goes back and forth. She I'm can't glad, decide on exactly whether right. or not she's going to do the accent. I'm glad you said movie. that because 
That was a little thick, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that caught me off guard a little bit because I was like, oh, it I did. thought we were past the whole. I thought she was just like, right. screw the accent. I'm American now. <laughs> yeah, I've Americanized. I agree with you. That that definitely stuck out to me. That definitely took me by surprise. Yes, there is a stark contrast. I'm like, maybe they made a. I would have understood more had she been using the 60s uh, voice, 50s, 60s voice, and then just came out and was normal to show the difference. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you're right. You're right. That was um, all right. So we, we leave off. We have vision. He, he's talking to his coworker. He's broken through to him momentarily. The coworkers in a panic uh, looking for his phone needs yes. to reach his family. His father is sick, needs to check in on him. She's in my head. He's saying she's in, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it hurts. And yep. then vision freaked out blips him back into the, the WandaVision mode. She, he's Wanda back first, under, yeah. he, he's back in. Um, then we go to, as you were alluding to, S.W.O.R.D. has sent a drone in, but the right. drone is 80s technology. So their theory is that because what Wanda is doing is she's changing things to fit the era that the show is currently in, if they send something that's already from that era, it won't need to be changed. So they don't have to worry about like one of their drones turning into a helicopter and and stuff like that, which their theory was correct. Now they send the drone in and Monica's controlling it. And unbeknownst to her, Hayward has weaponized the drone. drone. Yes. And when they're not getting an answer from Wanda, and she's starting to like freak out a little bit. Hayward authorizes a shot to be fired. That doesn't go over too well with Wanda, to say the least. This is her right off. So, like we were talking about before, Wanda comes out for the first time out of the hex, faces Sword and all the agents, warns them, threatens them, basically says, Leave me alone. they're trying to negotiate with her she's like i have everything i want like just stay out of my way like turns the guns on them goes back into the hex and seemingly fortifies the uh the barrier between westview and the rest of the world i'm assuming making it stronger so that they can't get in the way that they've been doing it's okay. So that would seem that to be that way. They are learning how to interact with her more, which is going to, I think, happen and obviously be the you know of every episode. But much darker Wanda than we're used to. Like she has really given into grief over this. And yes, she's been through the know. ringer. And this apparently is taking place three weeks after the events of Endgame. Okay. So we are only three weeks where everyone has returned. Right. Right. Three weeks after the return. Did I'm trying to remember. Did she disappear? She did. She She was one of the, she she was one of the people blipped. So she blips back chaos she has to deal with the blipping back she has to she deal with the death helps of vision. Thanos. she's got the death yeah. of vision that she's got to deal with she right. uh, iron man died as well she was just at his funeral she right. steals vision's body she's got the trauma of her 
brother dying with right. Ultron. She's got the trauma of her parents dying in front of her uh, in uh, Sokovia when she's a children. She was a volunteered as a Hydra person to be experimented on and got powers. Right. Like she's been through a lot. And she's, she's trying the to mold but... some sort of reality where she can have a family with Years. Vision, the person, or I guess, um, Android that she Android loves. That she loves. Here's my problem. Before we get to the end and the reveal, um, yes. the Luke Skywalker esque reveal, which she mentioned, that's what it would be like. I uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk I'm, about that. Yeah, I have comments on that, but. My point is this. They say it in this episode. Oh, she's demonstrating power, you know, even greater than what we already knew she had, which was so great to begin with. Um, you know, I think it was, it was uh, Kat Dennings. It was like, she could have took. Uh, right. Thanos well, really, they were letter, questioning you know? how powerful she originally was. And they had to remind right. her, well, she was the one that who was going to take down Thanos. Right. Potentially. Which I feel like they're they listening to, like remind to our people. podcast because I'm the one that said she got a Absolutely. raw deal by bringing in Captain Marvel. But regardless, here's where I'm going with this. This is DEFCON 1. Like, she has taken over town. She is demonstrating power beyond the ability to control. She has mind-controlled those you know uh soldiers to almost kill their co commanding officer like i think it's time we call the avengers, the avengers. yeah like it's time it's like when in, in dc you know it's you know joker's gonna set off a nuclear weapon in gotham but he's hit it somewhere where could it be why don't we call the guy that's got x-ray vision Right, and, can, right. and can fly it out and and we're done somehow only batman's exactly. the one exactly like that's the only thing that that gets me about all comics like all yeah. comic books and everything else but we're at that, that level now like this is defcon one we need to call in the avengers somebody push the panic button my only thing could be that maybe just right now the avengers are in flux because where we leave end game obviously one of them's dead one of right. them has aged to over 90 now or over 100 Correct. now, even though he looks only 90. Um, right. you've, got, you've got Thor who's and the Guardians who are now off planet. You've right. got um, people picking up the pieces of Iron Man's death. You've got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier figuring out which one of them is going to be Captain America. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of things are kind of all over the place. Things are in there flux. isn't anyone to call right now. All right, I'll allow it. That's a decent explanation. But like, but that should be a line. What you just said should be yes. a line of Agreed. dialogue in the next episode. Agreed. It's like, shouldn't we call someone? Well, yeah. there's no one to call. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's somebody should say that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's get let's get back into it because we're we're coming yeah. on to the end. So. We're back into Wanda's back into the bubble now, and she realizes that the dog has run away. The boys are looking for the dog. Um, it was spooked by the drone. They go over to Agnes's, and what do we see? We see that 
Agnes is holding the dog all wrapped up. It apparently got into Agnes's azalea bushes and the dog is dead. Now, the boys are begging Wanda to bring the dog back to life. They're saying, you can do anything. You can fix anything. Right. Bring the dog back to life. And Wanda, in a bit of a hypocritical speech, says mm-hmm. to the boys, in life, there are some things that you can't control. And you there are rules that can't be broken. You cannot bring things back from the dead. I can't do that, she basically right. says. Now... Here's my question for you. Talk to me. I guess maybe I'll talk about my theory now because then the next thing we talk about is going to be the big reveal. So, okay. Do we think that Wanda is actually the person who brought Vision back to life? <sighs> because seemingly that's not actually something she can do. So, in Yes, seemingly. Yes. Here is my theory. One, maybe it was just, you know, she broke the rule once and she wasn't going to do it again. But my theory is that she literally, she cannot bring anything back to life. So what she did was, this ties into who everyone thinks is the big bad, which is Mephisto. Mephisto being a demon or devil-like character, mm-hmm. I believe Wanda made a deal yes. with Mephisto to bring Vision back to life for her. And then, obviously, that's when this reality started being created. Because, again, it seems like she might not have been the one who started the reality, but she's in control of it, but she's kind of not. So... I feel like that's what spurred this. She makes the deal with Mephisto, breaks in and gets the body for Mephisto to bring him back. Mephisto or the Grim Reaper, who has been alluded to as a villain, who can apparently bring people back from the dead as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So she kind of sold her soul to the devil. And then it's one of those where you get your wish and now things aren't going to go the way you want them to. Right. You know, you've get, been granted your so, wish, but there's a ton of conditions on top of it that are going to end up making it not work out. I agree with you. I mean, in the Marvel comics, he's born from the from the uh, Faust legend prior to, you know, there was a, the Faustian tale of the this person's deal with the devil, the devil being Mephisto at that time. And then he's brought into the comic book world uh, by Stan Lee who has a history of taking, I don't want to say real life people, but taking from the mythology of other civilizations, Thor, uh, Odin, et cetera. Um, And then putting his own swing on it, uh, twist on it. So like, he's really a villain of uh, Johnny blaze, the uh, ghost rider. He's also a villain of the, excuse me, of the silver surfer at times mm-hmm. so Doctor and that was strange his first appearance big one dr strange so there's a lot of connections here there's connections mm-hmm. to people we've seen there's connections to characters we haven't seen yet yep. and there's this cosmic element as well as this element of the underworld so i mm-hmm. do i think that's what's happening i think he needed to get his hands on a bunch of souls and i think the way he did that was 
by getting her to take over that town. It's like, I'm going to give you what you want, but you got to manage this whole thing. You know, I need a, a town's worth of souls or something. Um, and it could be some kind of prelude to a larger, a larger scheme that will end up in a film or something yeah. like that, where they do all come back and now fight a cosmic villain like Mephisto or, or the mm -hmm. Silver Surfer, something like that. But yeah, I, I, I like your, um, I like your theory. I do. I like it a lot. Now, moving into the last part of, of this episode, yes. um, we seemingly have, um, we seemingly have the, you know, Vision and Wanda convince their children, like, stop trying to fix things by aging up. We're done with that. Right. Don't do that anymore, please. Um, they're back at home and Vision starts in with Wanda again. Like, I talked with whoever that guy was, Fred, wh whatever his, his co-worker. Right. Like, I talked with him. I know you're in control of this. I know this isn't like something's going on here. You're not telling me things like you're hiding stuff from me. She's yes. insisting that she's not. And he's like, come on, like what's going on. I can't remember anything past a couple of days ago. Like, what are you not telling me? And she's like, isn't, you know, just being my husband enough for you, whatever it is and a father enough for you. And he seemingly calms down and then he kind of realizes Wanda, why are there no children in this yeah. town? How can we? Where are all the children? Life? Where there's a playground. It's always empty. Like what's going on? And he's mm -hmm. kind of going back into it when the doorbell rings. She insists she did not cue up that doorbell ring. Right. Um, she said, I, "I didn't do this. I know you think I'm in control of everything." She promises that she's not, which is interesting. It's also interesting that. She says she wasn't in control of the doorbell ring. I wonder if she actually wasn't. Well, right. Okay, good. And then I have a theory. They answer. She answers the door. And who is it? It's her brother, Pietro. From another mother because he doesn't here's, look the same. Here's the issue. From right. another mother because this is not the MCU Quicksilver that we know. Yes. This is the Fox X-Men universe Quicksilver that we know the quicksilver i prefer quite honestly well yeah um but that's my thing so now the here's what makes it frustrating because kat denning says like shockingly oh she recast pietro like she recast her brother yeah i think that was one like a a quirky like joke to like you know like look yeah. what we did type right. of thing that was that was a nice little no know, they, they the needed writers. that they um, needed that but what but frustrates also, me is... i think they don't realize that like wanda didn't do that i don't think she did do that but the, but then it then is it whoever's really in control of this thing or is it the sword people I don't know if it's the sword people because we would have known unless like Darcy and Jimmy well, and Monica it. are now so out of the loop that they don't know extra stuff that's going. That's on. why I'm frustrated because I'm thinking that like if if she if Darcy had said that and then over her shoulder was like you know an unknowing agent who gave a look into the camera or something that's yeah like, like Hayward is there like yeah exactly you know sauntering off sauntering off. 
that would have been like, oh, okay. But now it's a cliffhanger. We're left till the next episode to find out what's the story. Here's my overall issue. And tell me if you thought this for a second. Two things. One, they did from the back of his head try to make him look like the original Pietro, kind yep. of that strange. Which they effect. both have that that the gray Very hair, similar, just like right. the comics. He Quick has the white thing. hair. Yep. Didn't you think for a second that it was old Captain America? Did that occur to you at all? Honestly, no? I did. No, it didn't. It didn't. I was looking I was at the back of Quicksil- his head. It was one of the Quicksilvers. Yeah. And I was like, I'm pretty sure because we heard the casting rumors, we it was hear, the Fox yeah. one, but I didn't know which one it was until they they flipped it around flipped and it. showed his face. But I I did make the assumption it was Quicksilver. I didn't. I, I mean, that's that. fair enough. I, I was watching it. I was like so into the show that I didn't have my like theory goggles on. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw it, at first, to me, it was like an aged person because of the gray hair. And I was like, oh, who would who would be like a, because they called it a Luke Skywalker-esque arrival. I was like, who would right. that be like? Who would that be like? Because, I mean, I get it. Quicksilver, I get it. I wouldn't put that on the same level as Luke. Well, here's, here's my question, though. Is that the appearance that she was talking about that was Luke Skywalker level? Is it that uh, she doesn't not. realize what level Luke Skywalker is compared to Quicksilver? Likely. It could be that. Or is it that we're going to get another reveal that's on the level of Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Because I think it's pretty clear that he was not on the level of Luke Skywalker. It was crazy. It was a crazy It was crazy. Reveal. It was like, hey, new it, guy. It was awesome, but not it was not on that level. Right. Close so I to hope- the Skywalker reveal. I hope you're right. I hope like she's alluding to something else. I mean, I'm happy he's there. I like that actor. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. fun. Um, so I don't want to like, I don't want to tear that down of and course. try and raise something else up. But I do hope that they have something else in mind. Here's what I was thinking when, for the two seconds that I was thinking it's uh, Captain America. They said, if it's something from the period, it doesn't alter. Right. He's lived through every period. Yeah. So in theory, he could walk into any episode she's got on and not alter because he's in, in technically been there before. Yeah, that's where I wonder. The only thing I would say he would be interesting to test that theory out because the reason why you wouldn't be able to just put anyone who like lived through the eighties in there is Mm -hmm. because like you have people who are in there right now who are older that were in around in the eighties and they're still mind controlled. My theory behind that is that because they're they've aged, they are not the eighties version of themselves. Cap is a different story because cap was frozen in ice Right. So maybe if you had Cap before he went back in time and got old, like he would have been able to be in like the 50s episode unchanged, but that's it. Then 60s, 70s, and he can't be in that anymore because he's not that version of himself yet. Correct. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. The other thing is 
the the other pseudo scientific way out of that is his cells don't work like ours. Right. Remember, he can't get drunk. He can't all this other mm-hmm. stuff, which is why I don't really think him aging as rapidly as he did makes sense to me. Well, but that's a different. He story. did, but he didn't because he, like, uh, the the it that doesn't work for the time travel piece that they mm-hmm. establish in the movie. Right. They establish in that movie that when you go back in time and change something, a new branch of timeline is created and yet somehow he comes back having lived his life not coming back from the portal but just like knows everyone's going to be there at that time and visits it's like no that version of captain america would only be able to be in that timeline if he used some sort of time machine because he'd be in a new branch right like that none of that would have happened but that we're getting way too like in the weeds with like fair Marvel enough, stuff, bringing it back. Here's, here's a question that I have for you Talk because I've seen this theory um, online and it's I'm talking about Quicksilver's appearance and yes. the possibility of, you know, maybe this being the start of being able to introduce the mutants somehow, yeah. maybe this spurs it, but I liked this theory as a possibility for the reason why it's that version of Quicksilver. So as we kind of talked about before, my theory is that Wanda is unable to create new life, bring people back from the dead. Okay. Because of that, she would not be able to bring back her brother, Pietro. So the theory is that because he can't bring, she can't bring back her brother from that universe she brings she back from she, Earth too. someone else from another um right. you know another universe. dimension or whatever it is another universe comes like exactly so it's a it's a different version of her brother that comes to play the part because hmm. there's no longer her brother in that world to you know he's dead so he can't come back right what do you think about that theory? Do you think there's there's legs with that? What what do we think? Here's why I think here's why I think there is legs with that. Because and I tr- tried to go down this road last week um with Hugh Jackman, it allows Feige to pick and choose who he wants. He now gets to build uh, a dream team. Mhm. Because if you can just pull from like, well, we pulled him from this universe and from Earth 1 and Earth 47 and we got so-and-so and this and that, then you slam everybody together and you create your dream team. So I like that because it gives them options and it lets them you know, pull certain things and do certain things. Here's another one that I saw online that I thought was interesting was um, someone was talking about how like you're going to bring in mutants, right? into this world you know we're getting x-men we know we're getting mutants right but like a big thing in the comics is obviously that like the world is afraid of mutants and all this stuff but like in this mcu as it exists people would not be afraid in the same way of super powered beings right so their theory is that they do bring in the x-men from another universe and that's what spurs the um, the prejudice against them 
because they're not of this world. They are of a different timeline or a different I dimension. I like that theory. Right. Because, yeah, so it's they, they, they have a fear of the different. What I would like to see happen is you have a, it's like a Stephen King thing to do. You have a rip mm-hmm. in, the, in the divide between the world. Right. And and as a result, it's pouring in, you know, energy that's going to create more mutants in our world because they can't zap everybody like, you know, a billion people from one universe to the next that are just the mutants. Like, well, we're just going to zap them all here. Something has to happen to give normal folk powers unless it's just going to be them. And like you said, well, it's just these five guys and they're the X-Men and, you know, they, they're dealing with hate because they're different. Yeah. But, th- but, but you cut out, here's the other problem. Then you cut out the, the legs from under, all right, poor example, because I'm going to talk about Xavier. Let me rephrase. You, <laughs> you, take away, you take away the impact of Xavier on forming like the school for the gifted and talented and and, using like, Cerebro, finding right. other mutants that we don't know exist yet. They're and giving them a safe haven. It's going to be interesting to see how they play it out. I still think that it's going to be Wanda. It somehow does the reverse. No more mutants where she just creates uh, a world it. with, mutants. that's what I think it's going to be. Um, I think it will be that. And that's where we all of a sudden the world has mutants and people are freaked out because mm. their friend is now has fire you, shooting out right. their butt and it's like exactly yeah, they're right. yeah, yeah people are freaking out um all right last part of this that we'll just mention before we move on to rolling or trolling mm. was the commercial was really clever again it was a callback to yes. uh this time captain america civil war uh, where in the beginning, Wanda, she, you know, stops the explosion from killing all the people in the market. But by diverting the explosion, it actually blows up the side of a building, causing damage and killing people. And so that took place in a, a city called Lagos, Lagos, which is the brand of paper towels that we see um, in the commercial that's being advertised with the slogan Lagos for when you make a mess, you didn't mean to, which I thought was extremely, extremely clever. Poignant. Yeah. That was extremely clever. So those seem to be, we're just going to be getting callbacks from Wanda's history in those ads. That's been the trend for four episodes now, five episodes. Still doing a great job with those. All right. I think we can put a cap on WandaVision for now. I think we can. I feel confident. Yeah, there was a lot to go over today in WandaVision. So I we'll know. try to do a pretty quick, we'll try to do a, a rapid fire round of rolling or trolling. There's not too much going on, but I'm sure we're going to get in the weeds with it. I'm good with that. That's what we always do. Um, okay, rolling or trolling. Yes. First, William Defoe. Rolling. Reportedly seen on the set of Spider Man 3. Seemingly confirming his return as the Green Goblin. Yes, yes, I'm rolling. I'm I'm so as well. It's going to be amazing. He is tremendous. He's a tremendous actor. He needs to be in more. He is on par with um, 
Gary Oldman. Okay. Yeah. Gary Oldman disappears into a role, does something interesting. Willem Dafoe doesn't necessarily disappear because he's still very Dafoe, but he is, he just commits hard to whatever he definitely does. He definitely does. So I love him. I think he was an amazing Green Goblin. I've always said this. I'm rolling with it. I do wish, this is what I've always said, I do wish that they find a way to make him more expressive. They don't put the mask on him. Yeah. Green him, him up as, as yeah. um, Norman Osborn and not just Green Goblin. Uh, yeah. Like, give me some Norman, but also, like, if, it's, if we're changing worlds and people change a little bit, like, let's get rid of that hard mask where mm-hmm. all you see is the eyes and give me a, a mask that like contours to his face mm-hmm. roll and roll and roll following up on that tom holland says that spider-man 3 is the quote most ambitious standalone superhero movie I ever see this. made yeah um tom holland's a sweet boy <sighs> okay uh and i'm and i'm happy for his success and he's a he's a sweet he's a sweet kid. Um, I don't know if it's the most ambitious. Uh, he maybe movie needs ever to made. slow his role a little he bit. Needs to slow his role. Well done, sir. Well Thank done. you. I will slow roll with that as well because I I want to root for it to be amazing. But, I hope uh, it's the most yeah. ambitious, but that also is what is worrying me about this movie too. That I, I'm, yes. I'm afraid it's going to be too ambitious because I know Feige's involved, MCU is involved, but at the same time, I also know Sony is involved. Yes, you so know, and Sony is is two for five with Spider-Man movies. Yeah, so that's you know, correct. We're we're batting less than five hundred right now. Less, with far them. less. Um, <clears throat> continuing on with more Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Reportedly, Keanu Reeves has been offered the role of Craven the Hunter in a Sony Spider-Man Universe spinoff. Chris. They're watching the show. They're watching our show. Like they're listening because we've talked about Craven the Hunter. I've expressed how much I've wanted to see that character. That was, oh my God. They listened to the New Year's episode because that's when we talked about our resolutions. (laughs) And that's exactly what I said. I said, give me a Craven the Hunter in the thing. That's tremendous. I also hope they cut us in on the financial rights because I'm not above suing. Um, (laughs) Here's, (laughs) I'm excited, but like in a spinoff. So it's like like, Venom or Morbius, one of those movies. Well, you know what? Not as good. Not as not nearly as good. Not as good. I'm gonna slow roll because a, I like Keanu Reeves. I think he's always do trying something. You know, did was he did he need to be in Dracula doing that accent at that time in his career? No, he was the he was the whoa guy at that mm-hmm. time. All right, but but now he's blossomed. Like he's aged. That's what happens. Like he was that guy in '91 in the '85 to '91. But now he's got a wealth of experience, a range of, of things that he can do. He's cool. He's definitely someone that I could see being hunterly, 
and like got scars and he's going to wear that goofy vest and like in the woods with a bandana. I'm all for it. I think this is going to be fun. I hope it's a Morbius thing because it's like a, a bat, you know, he's hunting a bat, an animal. Oh, interesting. No, I'd but like Morbius, that. that's like, that's blade. Well, yeah, it's blade, but vampire, you know, he's a vampire. I mean, I like it. I, you know what? We'll talk more. This is going to yeah. come up again. I like more, it. I'm, more will I'm, be revealed. I'm rolling. I'm going to slow I'm roll, roll with it for now. Yeah. Um, okay. Rhodey, a.k.a. War Machine, mm. is confirmed to be in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, I mean... Good for Don Cheadle. He's got his television show. He's doing what he can do. That keep character. Keep getting them checks, Don Cheadle. Keep getting them, That's what them I checks. Say. Like, I'll roll with it. He needs something to do. He's going to be returning in the Ar- Armor Wars series that they're going to do. Right. Um. You know, he's he's going to be making Here's, that Marvel money for a little while, gonna, which is like an yeah. obscure person to be like continuing in the Marvel world. Right? Yeah. It's obscure, but I'm telling you, in the back of Feige's mind, we're eventually going to get a Silver Surfer, and we're eventually going to get Secret Wars. Watch all this, including these TV shows. Oh, absolutely. All this is leading to Secret Wars. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, James Gunn, we're moving on to DC News. He has said that the Suicide Squad is finished. And that Warner Brothers gave him very few notes and let him make the movie um, in the vision that he had for it. I'm going to slow roll because here's the problem with that. Uh, Don't ever take credit until someone has said they like what you've done. So he just announced to the world that if this movie's a big pile of crap, it's on me. Exactly. Yeah. And, and he's coming off of, well, not him, but like, you know, the first movie was a big pile of crap. So it's not like it's got anywhere else to go, but up, Mm -hmm. but that's not the movie that I, I, that's not the hill I die on. Yeah. I'm I'm like, we made a movie. I hope it's good. Here it is. I don't make that claim (laughs) with this. I don't make that claim. I'm going to roll with it just because. I think it's a good sign that WB had as little to do with the movie as possible, (laughs) considering their track record. That may be. I'm going to slow roll. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is confirmed to be rated R. Great. I'm going to slow. You know what? I'm going to roll with that, too, because let's get it out. Let's be done with it. And let's just put it behind us. I'm trolling it. Nothing, no amount of curse words and violence is going to make that movie good. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not happening. Trolled. It's just not happening. Trolled. All right. I, we're I ending guess. on two weird ones. Uh-oh. You know Elon Musk, right? I'm familiar with old Muskie. The man of Tesla. Yeah. He apparently has been up to some weird, like, evil scientist experiments and is teaching monkeys to play video games with their minds. He was doing a session on a new app called Clubhouse, um, which is like some sort of audio app, almost like a podcast, but it's live. 
Um, and he said that he's wired the brain of a monkey with neural implants in order to do this. Mm. Playing video games with their minds. I can't get a COVID vaccine, but we can spend a million dollars training a monkey to play Pong. I'm this sure it's way more than a million. I'm sure it's way more than a million. This is this is our problem. Someone, and I can't take credit for this. Someone said, uh, it was like on the news or I, it was online somewhere. It's like the ultimate problem is that you have a space force before you have universal healthcare. Mm-hmm. That's the world we live in right now. If you watch any futuristic show, Star Trek, any of the Star Treks, Star Wars, there's a, before they, they took to the skies, they solved the problems on earth. It's yeah. like, we're going to create a united world and all mm-hmm. fly off into the sky. We're going to create a whatever and coalition and do this. I don't think chimps adorable. They should be free. They shouldn't be in zoos. They should be happy. I'm all for it. Rights and so on, et cetera. But they don't need our dollars right now. The, the monkeys don't need our dollars uh, the, the people do, and that's what should be happening. Muskie is turning into Dr. Evil. He had a bright future. I'm worried about him. I'm trolling it. Here, so my rolling or trolling is conditional because oh. uh, on the surface, I am trolling it. I'm trolling right. it because Elon Musk is also the man who's going to like get us to be the first person to get humans to mars apparently Mm -hmm. that's one of his goals right and he's messing around with monkeys this is seemingly the beginnings of the plot to planet of the apes it's exactly the beginning yes so this is why i am hard trolling it the only way they get any semblance of a role from me is if the video games that the monkeys are playing are donkey kong related I'm going to tell you what I thought about that, and I didn't say it. I thought about exactly that. It's the only Good way I, I, I slow it, roll is if it's Donkey Kong or Ape yes. Escape related. Yes. yes. This is exactly the the plot to a horror, a sci-fi horror film. Yeah, and it's, it's Planet it's of the Apes. just Marky Mark running from the monkeys. Elon Musk just, is going to send like, some it, poor it. soul off to Mars to explore Yes. It. He's going to come back. 50 years later and it's the world is just going to be, be filled with just it's just gonna damn be apes dirty taken over because yes it started with neural implants to play video games have, and then they learn i i'm going to do a sub bullet a postscript to this have you heard about the blood monkeys i don't know if i want to know about the blood monkeys oh, that sounds terrifying it is terrifying is it monkeys so out this, for blood <laughs> yes kind of it's so you had the the killer bees yes. or the murder hornets murder hornets okay. correct the killer bees murder hornets you had the alligators eating people uh you had all these like the crazy zoo of 2020 that was horrible apparently they were testing um the pathogen uh at, at one of these facilities overseas i believe it's in japan testing uh, the covid pathogen with like blood samples and one of the monkeys, they broke out. They got loose with a handful of the vials. Oh, God. So the blood monkeys are just out there, and who knows what they're doing. They're either whipping the blood at people or oh, no. 
they've taken to the trees and they're just going to like become out of the woods more powerful. And when Muskie sends his guy to the moon, I think it's the blood monkeys that are going to take control. They're going to come, they're going to come out of the woods, souped up. And that's going to be the problem. So I'm yes. Trolling, not even I'm trolling hard. Oh, All right. Musky. Here's the here's the last That's one. That's a real this thing is, that happened, by the way. I did not make. That I, up. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. This is this is possibly the wildest thing oh that I've God. ever wilder than blood monkeys. brought on to rolling or trolling. What do you got? Here's the headline for you. <laughs> Spinach plants oh my now God. send emails with landmine warnings. I. I don't understand any of the words you said. And I, I know it, was... it sounds like a made up right jumbled sentence of nonsense. So here we go. Scientists have wired spinach plants with nanotechnology oh that can detect certain chemical compounds in the earth. If a landmine is detected, the tech sends an email alerting to whoever about the threat of said landmine so All really right. i guess it's the nanotechnology that's doing the work it's not really spinach plants but for whatever reason it's wired to spinach plants and also we have nanotechnology now i didn't know that before this story and i, I didn't realize I didn't it would be spinach either. related correct first have we not just destroyed our relationship with nature enough that now we've got to shove wires up spinach butts. Like have they, is there nothing left that we're not going to attach to the internet and, and force to work for us spinach plants. Here's the other thing, you know, another fun way you can tell if there's a mine, when you go to plant the spinach plant, if you explode, there's a mine near it. Well, I think that's the point is, to I guess help spinach farmers who are planting in like minefields. I d I don't I don't understand. I guess <laughs> like I don't understand. Like what's the, so if you wired it up, what's the radius on this thing? I don't I don't you know. think it's, I delved this into horrifying. this story that much. I, I just wanted I the you did the research, man. No, I did I read I, I did the headline, I did the the uh, the highlights and I was out. I'm rolling, I'm begrudgingly rolling with this because I want to keep people safe. And if it saves lives, then I'm, I'm for it. But I want to troll it because like, is like, stop. We need to stop putting wires in everything. And if we have like nanotechnology, was about to just break. I know, like I, I couldn't. I was trying to find the words to say it politely. It's like, but why aren't we doing the nano? Like it rebuilds me an arm, or it closes a a gunshot wound, and the little the little nano spiders crawl off me after I'm fixed. No, no. they went right to spinach. Right to spinach. Who's in charge? Who's <laughs> in charge? Because, like, I, who do we send our angry letters to? Who's in charge? Hashtag, I don't even know what. It's all part of the simulation, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's all crazy, right. Man. I can't that's... believe after I got done talking about blood monkeys. There was something crazy. You crazier. said something. Yes. Yep. That's where we're living. 
And, and, and here's what worries me the most. It's, it's like, it's one thing if over time it gets exponentially worse, but from 2019, which was basically just like 2018 and 17 and 15 and 16 from 2019 to February of 2021, we've done 10 years of crazy in two, in 14 months. Like it usually takes 10 years to be like, wow, I can't remember when that happened. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess that's what led to this. In two in 14 months, we've gone from normal life to killer bees, murder hornets, blood monkeys, wired spinach, email, sentient plants, moon walkers, uh, and and every apes. other horrible thing. Apes. Ape technology. Ape and, technology. Oh, a global pandemic. And so. a global plague. If it continues at this pace, I'll bring it back because oh, we're a nerd show. I'll bring it back to WandaVision. It's like she's pregnant and in eight minutes, she's got kids that are four years old. <laughs> if it continues at this rate, I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm worried for the planet. It can't continue at this pace. Oh, man. Well, on that note, let's <laughs> talk about the movies that you and I watched. Yes. Which have nothing to do. I mean, they're crazy movies, but they have right. nothing to do with anything we just talked about, which I think is a good oh. thing. We need a palate cleanser. We do. So, Neil, I yes. suggested to, to you Long Shot, the, the recent Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron movie. You suggested to me an oldie but a goodie, Gross Point Blank. I did indeed. I was excited about that. Our rom-coms of choice that, that we suggested to each other. Obviously, there is you know, not a wide pool of rom-coms that we haven't seen. So right. it was slim pickings for us to choose. But I think we found two good ones. Um, what should we start with? Uh, I'll start with um, Longshot. Okay. Because uh, I have, A... It was taken off wherever it was. I had to pay two dollars for it. Really, so it wasn't on HBO. I, you yeah. know, I, I did, I Sorry, did my man. like voice thing, and it came up. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, so definitely, uh, his humor. Like, it starts yes. off hard. Uh, right. Yeah, I think he's at a clan rally. Yes, uh, and he's covering it like he. His name is Fred Flarsky which is adorable. Mm -hmm. And he's like this journalist covering that. And I, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm thinking it's going to be very similar humor. I remember I was asking you like, is this going to be closer to neighbors, closer to Zach and Mary? What's going to be? So it jumps in hard. Um, Doesn't pull punches. You know, he, he, there's obviously makes obvious Jewish references and a lot of jokes with all that other stuff that's going on with him. And then he meets the secretary of state who's mm-hmm. going to make her run. I like that Bob Odenkirk is in it. Yes. He, I enjoy him quite a bit uh, uh, from better call Saul fame spinoff uh, popular spinoff of uh, breaking bad has better call Saul been on longer now than breaking bad has been on. Essentially, Breaking Bad was five seasons, so I don't know if Better Call Saul is moving on to its sixth or not, but I think it's close. 
I think it's pretty That's close. I've actually not watched yeah. Better Call Saul, but I do need to read Neither it. Neither have I. Watch it. I mean, I enjoy him, but I have not watched it. Yeah. Just because like, once I was done with that world, I was just kind of done with it. But um, Charlie Theron, she... We've talked about her a lot on this podcast, strangely enough. We have talked about her a lot. Like, I like her. I think she's a good actress. But, and then we, this is what we said about her. She definitely had an image. She definitely had a character style. And then she made breaks. She did Monster. I think she won the Oscar for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she did North Country. I, I think that's the right name. Um, about the first like women in unions, in coal miners unions. Uh, it takes place in the 70s. It's not a, you know, it's a lesser known film, but it's tremendous. She does a tremendous job. You know, all the sexual harassment and everything that they have to go through and the court case and the battle for uh, women's rights. She did an amazing job. In this, though, I can't put my finger on what about her was not making me, uh, not selling it for me. I think it was maybe like, like while she has comedy chops, I don't think she's on the par of seth rogan or there i think what it might actually be and correct me if i'm wrong go ahead is the just the impracticality of the two of them the two of them together yeah like only in a movie written by seth rogan or someone who looks like him does the main character who looks like him end End up up with with, charlie's like, which is the that, long that's shot. a fantasy that's a fantasy and we've talked about this in our in our rom-coms where it's like you know these beautiful people that don't know they're beautiful then they end up together and all that's nonsense um and i steered away from that with the pick i gave you uh for this week and i'm steering away from it again in a different way with this pick so look uh i'm I did not waste my time. I enjoyed my two hours. I was, you know, it was fun. It was cute that they got mm-hmm. together. The political side of it, there's a lot there that's like kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And well, that was he, part of why you know, I wanted to suggest yeah. it was because obviously you are in politics as well. So mm. I did want to, um, I did want to throw that there's, aspect in there as well. Yeah. There's just things you'd never come back from. Of in course, the real world. Like you just there's no surviving it, and and he like that kind of character is the person you're like take him away from this campaign. Yes, and it just so it was funny. It cracked me up. I enjoyed myself. Um, I'm gonna put it on uh, if I was doing from my uh, glued to the screen ratings. I was doing screens. I'd give that a three screener. Three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah, three out of five screens. I enjoyed it. I really did. And and like I said, the 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 two of them have such uh, talent and have yeah. such distinct styles that sometimes it works when you bring a comedian and like a an actor together. Mm-hmm. This one, I think the mashup just didn't it didn't mash right. It was good, yeah. but it wasn't as great as it could be. And if my mind was working faster, I'd have a better. No, I think I think they have like they have good chemistry, yeah. but in a 
I feel like in a friendship way more than in a romantic way, like them hanging out and like all that stuff. Like yes, that, that they have good chemistry way. for that. But I I don't know if that chemistry makeup it makes up into a uh, romantic um, relationship. I do not believe that it does. Okay, well that's good. I watched Gross Point Blank, mm-hmm. a interesting, a different kind of rom com as well. Yeah. Um, this is about uh, John Cusack, who plays a hitman who returns home after being away for 10 years to go to his high school reunion and win back his high school sweetheart, um, who he just abandoned on prom Essentially. night just yes. and you never really get an explanation like a, a hard like definitive explanation, explanation as to why he just left and ran away it's a little bit ambiguous yep. um it was definitely an interesting movie it was definitely entertained um i thought it was really quirky a lot oh, of yeah. the dialogue was like out there and like really quirky like the, their delivery it, like a, a lot of it was kind of all over the place and and yes. spastic and 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 random um i th- spastic's a good word i thought the um all the interactions with um dan Aykroyd were hysterical oh. especially when like they have the guns and they're having a conversation yes. but like is one of you going to make a move because uh, Dan Aykroyd right. plays another, uh, another hitman, another assassin. Um, and I love that he tries to get him to join like a union. Like that. Yes. That's, Dan that, that was funny. Thing. That was funny. Yeah. I, I almost think I would have preferred to see the hitman movie between like John Cusack and, and Dan Aykroyd's characters without okay. the, the rom-com plot interesting i think that would have been uh, an interesting and funny movie and like you would have had more dan Aykroyd and stuff like that i think that could have been interesting um the rom-com portion of it didn't really like work that much as much for me like i i don't understand like i don't think they established enough why those two would be together and why they both would still like after 10 years not have moved on or anything like that. Like they they just, they blow over that. They don't do any of that. Um, So like, that's, that's the aspect of it that they kind of lost me on. I liked the action. There were a lot of funny scenes. Um, It was definitely funny. Um, Here's, here's a thought that I had as well as I was watching. Because again, like I said, a lot of the dialogue was very like spastic and kind of all yeah, over the place. Very quick. And I don't know if it, this is blasphemy or not because I'm kind okay, of, I'm, I'm recasting the lead role. What? Okay. I think that this movie would be improved. Not that it was bad, but I oh think it would be improved it. if it was Robert Downey Jr. in that role. I wow. saw a lot of aspects to that character that i was like oh that's robert downey jr like he should have been the rambling like random like guy in that role instead of john cusack i don't really see john cusack as as that guy 
That's interesting because that was kind of his shtick, like for a bit. Uh, Cusack, but that's yeah, but funny. It, that's funny. Yeah. I like that's interesting. Uh, interesting. Robert Downey Jr. That was my thought. I, but you know what? I guess like here's my thing. Robert Downey Jr. of today, no. But Robert Downey Jr. of 1996, I could see filling that role. Yeah, I absolutely. like that. Um, and just a couple shout outs too, because you had Hank Azaria in there, oh, Jeremy right. Piven was in it um alan arkin playing the therapist very funny and so funny. i did probably my favorite part of the movie was the fact that john and joan cusack yes siblings were both in the movie yeah. joan being the uh hitman receptionist that works for john's character i i liked that i liked that they got to do a movie together that was nice yeah, that is cute. I, you know, they've they they've kind of uh, included themselves uh, in each other's films throughout the years. He obviously had a little bit more success. He did. He did. You know. But that's uh, yeah, I like that too. And you know, it was definitely off the beaten path. Definitely um, an interesting kind of fun action movie. But like, so where I'm curious, I'm always curious. Because you you have an interesting watch style in your life that people don't necessarily know about. Like you're okay. a you're a morning watcher of things. Sometimes, yeah, I I'm I'm a little sporadic with how I watch things. Sometimes I watch morning night like it's in off hours, but it in could all, be any off, off hours. hours. Yeah. So this film that you just watched is it when was the best time? to watch that movie well i did watch this i found time um this was a two-parter for me so okay. i watched late saturday night mm -hmm. into sunday morning sunday morning so okay. i i paused after like an hour and then finished it up um the next nice. morning i like it you know the other guy that we didn't mention jeremy piven oh yeah i gave him a shout out I listen. Right? He, he was in my list. He yeah, Jeremy Piven. I enjoy him. Like he, yeah. and that's pre, you know, pre entourage, uh, yeah. pre hair plugs, uh, manic, like you said, spastic. And he he, he did a couple himself. of movies that was like that. Yeah, his yeah. Stuff. I like it, sir. I like it. I like it. Um. Okay. So I think here's a a couple ideas to run by you for what we do to close out February. Because we have, after this episode premieres, we're going to have two more weeks left in, in February. I Correct. know one of those weeks you wanted to touch on Groundhog Day. Yeah, I feel like that should be an annual thing. That we so should we do that for next week? Okay. Is Groundhog or... Day just for can, our, our yeah, sure. for you instead of yeah. suggesting each other and then I think for the last week because it's Black History Month oh. we do a movie you know that kind of fits the theme of Black like a, History a Month collective to, watch to close could be a collective watch or could just be a suggestion for each of us that okay I like both of those ideas so okay. alright so do you want to close the month with Groundhog, or do you want to close the month with a Black History Month? Let's 
close the month with the Black History Month movie because I think okay. Groundhog Day is a nice transition because that also is a rom-com. Indeed. Essentially. So that's a nice segue out of rom-com mode for the suggestion for you. I agree. Cool. And I love that film. So good. Very cool. I'm ready for that. So good. Okay, so next we are kind of skipping suggested for you for this week. We are both suggesting Groundhog Day to each other and to all of you um, to watch along with us. We're going to be discussing it in detail next week along with the sixth episode of WandaVision, which hopefully we're getting more answers there. Um, Thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, Please subscribe rate and review wherever it is that you're listening we would really appreciate it and uh you can also find us on neil's awesome website glued to the screen.com that's glued the number two the screen.com neil what do you got to say to the people stream on everyone <laughs>